Hey everybody, it's John, and just a quick message before the show starts today. Wendy and I are very excited to say that we're going to be taking part in Namely's HR Redefined 2019 conference, which is being held May 5 through 7 in New York City. We hope you can join us as we're going to hear some amazing speakers, meet a lot of industry experts, and build our networks. If you go to hrredefined.namely.com, you can use the code HRR196 at checkout and you'll get 50% off your ticket. So again, hrredefined.namely.com. Use code HRR196 at checkout for 50% off. Can't wait to see you there. And now on to the show. Hello, and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 62. John and Wendy talk to Alyssa Hernandez. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How are you, John? I'm well. I think think? weird (laughs) tech issue, which is really super strange. That's the beauty of podcasting as it does come up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Listen, Wendy, I wanted to bring back an old, an oldie, but a goodie. Yes. When it comes to HR super friends, we have not talked about any of our pals in a while. And we had a good friend who I actually got to meet at work human. (sighs) Uh, a few weeks ago, and it finally has something really cool going on. So yeah. I'm going to let you talk a little bit about it. I'm so excited that um, our friend Sarah Morgan has started a podcast. And she is fantastic. Um, she shares wonderful, wonderful information all through what she does. So Sarah has uh, started a fabulous podcast called Leading in Color. I think she's going to be doing a lot of stuff like she does with her Black Blogs Matter um, on her blog. And you you do need to go out and listen to it. I've listened to her first couple of episodes, and it's it's just fantastic. I, I don't know that we can say enough good things about Sarah. <laughs> she is definitely um, a, a superhero. She is a super friend. Definitely part of the HR Wonder Women crew. Definitely find Leading in Color and uh, and listen. It was funny when we were at work human, we had a chance to have dinner together. We were actually sitting at the table and she suddenly said, oh yeah, my podcast launches tomorrow. I'm like, say what? <laughs> hey, what? You, you're launching a podcast? She's like, yeah. yeah. One of my kids is doing the editing. And I'm like, oh, I know how yep. that works. So I, I am really excited for her. I know it's tremendous content. She is just fantastic. Yep. And uh, as a Wonder Woman alum, uh, just all around good person and a former Richmonder yep. we found out along the yeah. way really wanted to give her an extra shout out we will have a link to that show in our show mm-hmm. notes enough about Sarah and all yes. her awesome stuff we have a really awesome guest this is a kind of a part two <laughs> if you will or a extension yeah. of the state line crew which we just had Paul Lalonde on the last yep. episode this individual is also part of that group enough about that though I'll let you make the introduction and we'll get started John, I think it's time for a road trip where we will meet Alyssa Hernandez as a she is a Milwaukee-based employee relations professional with six years of progressive HR experience in the financial, technology, and manufacturing sectors. She hold a, holds a Bachelor's of Business Administration in HR Management from the University of Wisconsin-Whitewater. In 2018, she launched her blog, High on HR where she provides a raw look at the ups and downs of the workplace while still finding humor in the everyday HR struggle. Her crowning achievement to date was being named Campbell Sport High School Class of 2008's Most Sarcastic Award winner. 
Uh, we may have to put her up against Mary Faulkner. We'll see who uh, comes away with that title. <laughs> Alyssa currently lives in Milwaukee with her partner and cats, Oodles and Noodles, and is a fan of Wisconsin beers and Wisconsin sports. Alyssa, welcome to the show tonight. And so what sort of Wisconsin beer or Wisconsin beverage is in your glass tonight? All right, so I can't disappoint you, and uh, you might, you, you might, you must have ESP because there's definitely a Wisconsin beer in my glass. <laughs> um, tonight it's filled with a little farmhouse ale called Spotted Cow, nice. which is brewed in New Glarus, Wisconsin. Um, it's exclusively sold within the state of Wisconsin. So exclusive, in fact, that a couple of years ago there was a group of Minnesota bar owners who were actually arrested for transporting <laughs> kegs across state lines to sell in their bar. No joke. Oh, my goodness. Alyssa, you rule. You win the podcast for the next year. Spotted Cow is one of my all-time favorite. Oh. I just had it after, gosh, like 15 years of not having been in the Green Bay area. I got to quaff quite a few the last time I was in town. Oh. Amazing. I love it. And our pal Kyra Makovich yep. lives in New Glarus now. That she does. So she is right, she is right there in the thick of it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. What a way to start. Alyssa, you and I have actually had a chance to talk a little bit before. And, and you know, I, I, I love I love the content you put out. I, I I love your perspective. I appreciate the way that you phrase things. But I don't know a lot of kind of your backstory. How exactly did you get started in human resources? So I, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I used to hate this question since I figured everybody had a really inspiring story about how they love to help people and how they always knew that HR was their passion. But honestly, the more HR folks I meet, I realize that this is really, really the place that a lot of people kind of fall into this um, later on. Um, my, my path was a little bit more straightforward. Straight out of high school, I knew that I wanted to get into business. So my first route was business education, then accounting. I started out by attending a two-year school first and then transferred into a four-year school to finish my degree. And a few weeks after transferring is when I realized, um, oh my God, I hate this. Uh, so fortunately at the time, I was enrolled in an organizational development course as part of my, my core coursework. And at that time, it was really the only thing that was clicking. It was the first time I was exposed to the psychology side of the business world versus the numbers side. So after that, I decided to explore some of the other HR courses and could tell pretty quickly that this was gonna be a, a much better fit. So I ended up graduating with an HR degree with a business psychology minor. Um, when I graduated college, I was actually really picky when looking for my first job. I knew immediately that I wanted to be a generalist before I committed to any specific specialization. I was really, really fortunate to find something pretty quickly after graduating. And about six years ago, I relocated to Milwaukee to be an HR coordinator at a manufacturing company. I learned a lot from that job, both good and bad. And ultimately, after a few promotions, decided that I, I was really ready to focus on a specific specialization. So that specialization is employee relations. I, with my, my intent to specialize at that time, it also meant that I needed to transition to a bigger company. I've been in my current role for about two years. I know that employee relations isn't for everyone, the, the conflict, performance management, things like that. But personally, I absolutely love it. I love the variety and the level of challenge that comes with the work. Better you than me. 
Uh, no, five years come was on. much too long. Much too I'm long with for you, me Alyssa. to be in that world. Ugh, no thanks. Oh, well, Alyssa, you call yourself a gosh darn millennial. Kids these days, I'm going to shake my cane at you. <laughs> what do you think is the biggest misconception people have about you as an HR practitioner in that age group? Well, I do not play ping pong, uh, but seriously, uh, <laughs> as millennials, we we often get the reputation that we're lazy or we're entitled. Personally, I want to work somewhere where I can bring my best self to work as well as contribute to the process improvements that make all of our jobs run more smoothly. Um, for the first couple of years out of college, I worked at a manufacturing company where we've always done it this way was basically the company motto. So when you provide that outside perspective that might challenge the status quo, uh, you do run the risk as being as being seen as entitled or uncooperative. So as a millennial who's been, been through this, I believe that the best way to help combat the stigma head on is that we continue to be consistent in our work. We need to be open to feedback and we also need to be prepared to back up our ideas so we can demonstrate the benefits associated with it, not just because we want to do things because we're millennials. You know, what's more entitled than wanting to do something the same way because that's the way you've always done it? How is that not the, quote, entitled attitude? I, I've never quite understood that because what you're saying sounds to me like what everybody wants, but thank God for millennials for bringing it to the forefront. I'll, I'll just say it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alyssa, we alluded to the state line crew earlier and that, uh, you know, I, I, as a proud, uh, Honorary member, one of my goals with this show is to have everyone that is part of that crew on the show. We've already had quite a few. Yeah, almost there. We just had Paul. We're, we're getting close, but for the listeners that aren't familiar with that group, tell us a little about that group and how did you get involved and what's been what's been the best thing about taking part? So I'm, I'm sure somebody's given a definition of the state line crew at some point, but um, again, if you're not aware, the state line crew is a group of HR pros from both southeastern Wisconsin and northwestern Illinois who get together every few months to basically drink beer and talk HR. <laughs> I'm going to be real. Uh, currently, the group consists of myself, Jeff Palkowski, Kyra Matkovich, Callie Zippo from Wisconsin. And then on the Illinois ends of things, we have Mary Williams and Paul Lalande. Um, it all started when uh, Jeff Palkowski actually put out a call on Twitter to see who might be interested in meeting up. And surprisingly, I'm actually a pretty introverted person in person. So this was a huge leap for me to actually raise my hand and volunteer to be part of something like this. Um, however, since most of us were already connected on Twitter, by the time we actually met up in person for the first time, I honestly felt like I already knew everybody. It was really comfortable. It was really a fun experience to jump right into. Uh, it's been really fun. It's something I look forward to. We meet um, basically every other month. And it's, it's really great to have a dedicated group of uh, other HR professionals we can go to with questions or just simply laugh and vent and drink beer with. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love the fact that you're doing it. I love the fact that you all have spread the word about it you know, when it comes to sharing on social and, you know, Wendy and I have talked about, it. I, I just think it's awesome yeah. that, that that group has kind of bonded in that way. And it is a, uh, you know, it's not, it's not a formal thing. It's just something you right. do and 
hang out and really get to know each other, which is what we're about. Yep. And, and it all started with a tweet. I mean, anybody who's even thought about doing this in their locale, that's all it takes. It takes a tweet. You, you'll be surprised who knows who, and there you go. Alyssa, um, with your blog, you called it high on HR, which maybe some might think is better suited for a state like Colorado or Wisconsin or not Wisconsin, <laughs> Washington, perhaps. But what, how did you land on that title? And does any particular blog post surprise you based on the feedback you've received, either good or bad? So I like to tell people that HR is perfectly legal in the state of Wisconsin. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I started my Twitter account first about a year ago. And honestly, it was never supposed to be anything more than an anonymous HR meme account that (laughs) I, I figured I'd get bored with after a few weeks. I chose the name since I knew just how nonsensical my humor could be sometimes, sometimes getting that, what are you on type of reaction. So that's kind of a little bit the story behind the name. But as I began to connect with people more on Twitter, it really became harder and harder to stay behind that, that anonymous curtain since there were all these great conversations happening that I wanted to be a part of. So a few months later, I did end up using my real name um, and then retained the handle for uh, not only Twitter, but my blog as well. Um, so as far as response to the blog, I've been blogging for about eight months now and have had really positive response to my work. Like a lot of people I've heard who were just getting started out, I didn't think that anyone would actually want to pay attention to what I have to say. But we have a really supportive community online that is really open and encouraging to a variety of perspectives. So for me, the post that really stands out the most is what I could consider my first passion piece, which I call Don't Let a Toby Ruin Your View of the HR Profession. I wrote this uh, blog post in response to a Twitter exchange I had with an author of an article who basically said that he felt HR can't be trusted with sensitive issues and that we basically feign empathy to uh, you know, serve the allegiance of our company. Uh, in my response, I decided to use a lesson that one of my first HR professors shared, uh, which was, don't be a Toby. So she was referring to, <laughs> I, I, HR people know exactly who I'm talking to, and she was referring to Toby Flenderson, who we all know is the all but useless HR director on the office. And so really from that, uh, what one lesson I took away is there will always be bad companies. There's always going to be crappy HR pros. I, I've worked with some. But to me, it's irresponsible to preach to, you know, the masses that they should be avoiding a whole profession to actually tell people not to report harassment uh, just due to having a bad experience with one member of that group. Uh, So for me, as you can see, I'm getting all fired up. Uh, The response was really positive. (laughs) I do my best work when I'm fired up about something. And this was the first time that I had shared something I had written that had such an emotional reaction. So the response to it uh, really made me feel confident that this was exactly where I wanted to go with the voice of my blog. It's a great one. It's a great one. We'll have to share it out again tonight just to get people psyched up for it. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> well, Alyssa, it is now time for everyone's favorite part of our show, the half hour question connection. So our first question is who was your first professional mentor? 
and what was the most important thing you learned from them? All right, so I'm actually gonna flip this question on its head a bit. I would say the those who have had the biggest impact on my career have been those that I consider anti-mentors. So those who have told me that I couldn't or shouldn't have done one thing or another along the way. That's not to say that I haven't had impactful, positive mentors. I just happen to be really stubborn. So if you tell me I can't do something, game on. I'll, I will see that as a challenge. In a previous role, I really struggled with a VP who basically uh, had several unsolicited attempts at mentorship with me that actually began to interfere with my work. It honestly got to the point where I asked her supervisor to um, help make it stop. And he basically said, she's just trying to mold you. <laughs> I am not a lump of clay. So I wasn't too happy with that answer. One big takeaway from that experience, especially if I would consider mentoring somebody in, in, at some point in my career, is that mentorships can be really personal relationships. So it's really important that both parties are equally engaged and that both the mentor and the mentee understand and can do adapt to each other's styles. I love that. Alyssa, who is one person that you've gained in your network in the last year that you think more people should know? So that would be uh, Mr. Recruitment himself, my boy, Adam Karpiak. If you're not already familiar with him, he's, uh, he's out there both on Twitter and LinkedIn. Uh, he's hilarious. And honestly, he's just a really genuine dude once you pull back those layers of dad jokes and gifts. He pokes fun at the flaws in the recruiting process, and I have no idea how he does it, but he seems to make the time to respond to just about anybody who reaches out to him for job search industry advice. So definitely get out there, find my boy Adam, and, and follow along. He is awesome. I've uh, been following him for a while as well, and he was like a guest on a um, on drive through HR recently and had some words of wisdom that were worth worth listening to. So Alyssa, if you could go back to the start of your career, what's one piece of advice you would give yourself based on what you know now? So definitely um, to take time for yourself and don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, through my blog and even online, I'm really open about uh, mental health challenges that I've experienced over the last several years. And thankfully now I'm really able to appreciate disconnecting from work and taking the time to take care of myself. I was at the beginning of my career, I was so focused on my job uh, that I, I felt like I lost touch with friends and I began to internalize uh, some of the stress I was taking on and it was taking a toll on both my mental and physical health. Thankfully, I was able to connect with resources that helped, you know, get me back in the right, right mind. And now it's very important to me that I'm able to bring my best authentic self into the workplace. Um, so definitely, it's never shameful to ask for help. Uh, employee assistance programs are a benefit that 97% of large companies offer, but less than 7% of employees end up using them. So definitely think that as HR professionals, not only do we need to empower both our employees and managers with information and access to these resources, but we also need to take the time and acknowledge that we're human too. And sometimes we need help as well. Alyssa, how do you like giving back to the HR community? So long-term, I predict becoming uh, more involved with HR organizations on a local level and with my college. Um, currently, how I view my contribution is just keeping things light, both on Twitter and my blog, 
and really highlighting, you know, just some of the everyday nonsense sometimes we see in our jobs. When we do work in such confidential roles, it can be really hard to release some of that on-the-job stress um, if you don't have a way to, to an outlet for that. So, and even just seeing that other professionals are going through the same things as you um, can really help you push through a bad day. So I just like to keep it as authentic as possible, um, you know, to, to encourage others to, to do the same. Alyssa, what's your favorite movie? When it comes to movies, I have a soft spot for the mid-90s, mid-2000s comedies. Uh, Billy Madison, Tommy Boy, Anchorman, Step Brothers, uh, Superbad are all really reliable classics. How about your favorite musician or band? Uh, I grew up with early 2000s emo, so you can hear me listening to Brand New or Taking Back Sunday on a particularly angsty days. Uh, now I'm more into indie rock or electronica, and my current favorites are Portugal the Man and Mike Snow. My boyfriend is both a classical and rock musician, so we also try and stay connected to the local music scene. Cool. How does that work to be classical <laughs> and rock? Like, I don't know. I'm just curious. I've never, I, that's not something I often hear. He has both a stand-up bass and an electric bass. So nice. same intru- nice. instrument, awesome. uh, different audience. <laughs> Very nice. nice. Very nice. How about a favorite TV show? So I am obsessed with Food Network. <laughs> In particular, the competition shows like Chopped and Cutthroat Kitchen. I am a very unforgiving judge and tend to live critique or commentate the contestants' performance. Wendy, I was listening to um, an episode uh, a few days ago where you had mentioned that you actually got um, a reply from mm-hmm. Elton Brown. Yes, correct? I did. The best I've gotten is Michael Simon. <laughs> <laughs> I'd take Michael Simon too. I w- yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I would take that. So besides the Food Network, I also enjoy adult animation series, in particular, BoJack Horseman, Rick and Morty, Metalocalypse, Futurama. I've been (laughs) watched seasons of these shows dozens of times, and I'm just barely exaggerating. I got my daughters into uh, Futurama. My oldest drew, when oh, it was a few years ago, she drew a picture of Bender. Had to explain to people why my... Eight-year-old knew who Bender was. <laughs> well, and if I recall correctly, Alyssa, haven't you dressed up as Pam Poovey before? Oh. I think I saw that picture somewhere. <laughs> oh, you remember that? Yes, absolutely. Um, it's funny because I know you guys used to ask, you know, how we, how, how people found out about you. And it was actually, I remember seeing that you guys were doing a pop culture in HR social hour chat. Oh, so yeah. that, that oh, was yeah. my connection yeah. to you guys. Nice. And then you're absolutely right. There are pictures. If you go on to the bio page of my blog, you'll see the, the side-by-side comparison. I went all out, the dolphin, the wig, everything. It, it, it was fun. Well, in our in our way to connect, I know two guys that were on the original design team of Archer. Oh, my comic book nerddom and animation nerddom shines through. <laughs> uh, in fact, one of them has drawn in my GI Joe sketchbook. Uh, but enough about that. Uh, yeah, that's uh, you know I, I remember seeing that picture and it's hysterical. That show was great. But having said all that, if you're not watching some of these great movies you mentioned, not listening to Portugal the Man, who's actually coming to Richmond soon. That new thing, but I know who they are at least. Uh, or not watching Food Network or these uh, more adult themed type cartoons. What else do you like to do outside of work? 
So I am a huge NFL fan. Go Pack Go. I This past year, I organized a fantasy football league for the first time. And I'll be forever known to my friends as the girl who accidentally picked a defense special teams as my first round pick. Um, so they did not, they were very unforgiving okay. with that. At that point, my goal was to avoid coming in last place, which thankfully I was able to do. <laughs> it was close. Nice. Um, also, uh, for those who are already following me, you will know that I'm a very dedicated cat mom to my two boys, Oodles and Noodles. They have such big personalities, and I post about them pretty regularly. And to anyone listening, I want to see your pets, cats, dogs, lizards. I don't care. I want to see them. There's plenty of hashtags to follow, including hashtag HR pets, hashtag HR cats, hashtag HR dogs, you name it. I, I want to see it. I posted a really funny story about my dog this morning and then um, had to add a pitiful picture of him because he didn't quite understand that after getting into the pantry and eating all of the treats, why there were no more treats. <laughs> Very upset with me this morning. <laughs> Gotta love it. Well, Alyssa, if you were not in the HR profession, what do you think you'd be doing professionally? So it, I'm, I'm sure many people have said this. It's really hard to think about doing anything else, but Social media marketing has been a field that's really been of interest to me. It really didn't exist to the extent it does uh, today when I was in school just a few years ago. I actually have a close friend who is the marketing director of a nonprofit, and there's so much more that goes into it than just sitting behind the Wendy's Twitter handle and roasting people. There is a lot of research that goes on behind the scenes to get to know your market, get to know your audience, and how to best engage them. And then there's the ongoing analysis, which helps you determine what's effective and where do we where do we go next. So. You know, if I could do it all over again, that might be a path I, I would have looked into. Well, Alyssa, I have to say, I'm I'm glad you didn't do that because we don't have social media marketing people on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so if you did, you had taken that path, I, I wouldn't know this gosh darn millennial. I wouldn't know this person. <laughs> I don't think you'd be part of the line crew. I don't think we ever had a chance to connect. So I, I, I'm glad you're doing what it. you're doing. I, I, well, and I really appreciate the voice that you're bringing out there. I appreciate the demeanor and yeah, yeah, I'm a fan. I have to say, I just, I really appreciate what you're doing out there and I'm, and I'm glad you were able to join us tonight. I, I'm sure there are some people that are listening that maybe aren't following you now that will want to tell us about what's the best, best way to reach you out there. How can they find you? Sure. So Twitter is definitely going to be the best way to connect with me. I'm constantly on Twitter. Um, my handle is high on HR you can also check out my blog, which is also highonhr.com. And then you can also connect with me on LinkedIn. We will have all that in the show notes. Wendy, how about you? What's the best way for the folks to find you out there? Best way is on my blog, mydailyjourney.com. Daily is D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. And of course, the fourth Sunday of each month, you will find me on Twitter at 7 p.m. Eastern time as part of our monthly HR social hour Twitter chat. How about you, John? You go to com. Click on the left-hand side at the top. There are three little lines. You open them up, and you'll see all my uh, contacts there when it comes to social media. And while you're there, if you're listening to this episode or maybe another one, download, listen, rate, review. 
Again, anything you could do to help us boost the signal, we always appreciate. Regardless of what platform you're on, write a review. I can't tell you how much we appreciate it. And again, it just helps to continue to spread the word as much as we can. So Alyssa, again, appreciate you being with us tonight. So for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect, give back, and network. network. Take care, everyone. We'll see you soon. Bye.